Good morning, everybody. It's Ahe from Geek Moms Co. This is Speak Geek. And today we're going to talk about a recent article that we just put out last night. And it talks about what you need to do after your website is built. And essentially what the goal is after you build your website is to get as many people to your website as possible, especially the people that's in your target market, that's in your niche, and that needs what you're offering them. So let's pick off the list of 10 ways you can get people to see your website. So the first one is bring them in with actual video. Video is getting bigger and bigger and bigger by the day. And if you're not doing video, then you definitely need to figure out other ways that you can do video without having to go through whatever you're fearing when it comes to video. Because I know a big fear is whether or not you should show your face. And I fought that fear myself. And there's ways around it. What you can do is create a presentation and record your screen as you're going through the presentation. You can even have somebody do an animation and then you do a voiceover to that animation, so there's ways around it. And then once you create that video, you can pretty much share that video anywhere. Vimeo, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. So the second thing is to post your actual link on Facebook. Like yes, it's bad to post and run, but you also need to know where they're looking and how you can help them with your services. And once you determine how you can help other people, then you share that information on Facebook. Number three is start a YouTube channel with different series that's related to your field. So you can have uh, geek out, like for us, we can have geek out sessions, we can have interviews, we can have, um, I, I used to do a 90 second series. You can do many things that are within your field that can get content out there. And then from your YouTube channel, you can link people back to your website. Number four is share the share the inner workings, like the behind the scenes of what you do via Instagram and link your bio to your website because people do get nosy. They do go to your bios and they do want to see like what you do beyond the Instagram lens. Number five, tweet about what you do in your business, what you're passionate about, highlight others and also get engaged in conversations and new communities. Like when people do the live tweeting and they have conversations about business, jump in on those conversations, establish yourself as an expert and get people engaged with you. And once they're engaged with you, they want to see, they want to follow you. They want to see your profile. And then in your profile, you can link your tweets and your profile to your website. Number six, launch a podcast like right now you're listening to a podcast at the end of your podcast you can say hey visit make sure to visit www.geekmomsco.com you can share your stories your experiences tutorials and lessons learned now you can share almost anything you could also interview other people in your industry number seven start an email marketing campaign so you can collect your emails via mailchimp You can collect your emails via MailChimp and start sending campaigns to those who are in your list. And you can pretty much share whatever you want. You can share a newsletter for what people are doing in your business. And then you can also share different specials that you're running under your business. Number eight, highlight and celebrate others. Feature other businesses, other entrepreneurs in your field that's not in your field. You could feature them on your blog on your videos, Facebook lives, like collaboration is really key. 
and it highlights not only highlights them and what they do, but they're going to be excited to share your content within their network. Number nine is give away something that provides value like content is everything. But if that content does not provide value, if that content is not relatable, nobody's going to read it. Nobody's going to want to know about it because it doesn't help them. And they're on to the next one that might actually help them. So if you're not helping them with something, they're not going to want to see or hear your content. Number 10, there's a whole bunch of extra stuff that you could do. You could pay for faith. You can pay for Facebook ads. You can do guest posts on other people's websites that link back to your website. You can do Facebook lives. You can host a webinar. You can create flyers. You can have a portfolio of your work. And a lot of the times I tell people to look at my portfolio and my portfolio is usually on my website. So there's many different ways that you can drive people to your website. So this morning, everybody, we're going to have a quick interview with Chloe. Chloe wants to talk about websites. You ready? Here you go. So a website is a thing where you can actually make a whole bunch of stuff on your, on your, um, on your website. So you can like put videos, games, pictures. And the, there's Geekmon's Co. and Geekjitco. So we what? all do lots of stuff there. What do you want to put on Geekjitco? A Geekjitco box. Oh my god. So explain to the people what this Geekjitco box is. It's a box with pictures and all lots of toys. What type of toys? What type of toys? Um, toys that we like. So what did everybody agree on? So what did Aaliyah want versus what did you want? And what did Alexa want? I didn't talk about them about this. <laughs> Alexa, what do you want in our Geek Kids Co. Box? I'm going to tell you guys what she says because you probably won't hear her. We can't put a super. We can't. She put a super Alexis. A super Alexis. She was talking to me last night about putting an action figure Ade in the box. I want to put a fidget cube in a fidget spinner. So some of the things that we're gonna need for this box is manufacturers. So yeah. If y'all have connects to people who can help us manufacture these can I, boxes. Can we put a phone in there? Phone. I want to put a phone. What type of phone? iPhone. This is an expensive box. iPhone 3? Four, iPhone 4. 5. Four. Can, we, can we put 3 in there? I don't know if they still make iPhone 3s. What? Can we put an iPhone 7? No. That's going to be a, a $2,000 box. <laughs> Just but and also, we we're making new shirts. And we're also making new shirts. I made mine. Mama, you don't have to just buy it. Reach for the stars and get right. your wish. So we could, what we could do is go on Amazon and find yeah. all these things in bulk mm-hmm. and then make our own boxes. Like if we buy a whole bunch of fidget spinners, we'll put a fidget spinner in the box. If we decide to put uh, fidget the fidget cube. cubes in there, we'll buy a whole bunch of fidget cubes and put it. We could do it from Amazon. It's possible. Can we? Can we? 
and then you have to design so you can have your own box that's fine but i'm saying if you want what to the other people so you're gonna have to uh sell if we still make the box do we why do we have to buy it so you have to buy the supplies that you want to put in the box or you can do drop shipping so drop shipping allows other people to buy it but then it comes from a manufacturer and then that manufacturer sends it to us and then we repackage it and send it out it takes a lot more time so what do you Aaliyah Aaliyah Smith what do you want what do you want in this box you look like you look so tired We'll think about it and we'll okay. We'll so, can we do it today? Can you sit this? No, I can't. Uh oh, you got a short dilemma. No, these are my favorite shorts. What happened to the white shorts? The shorts that I washed. Okay, let's take care of this laundry dilemma and then we'll hop back on in the next hour. Hey everybody, it's Ahi from Geek Moms Co. It's close to noon, but it's not noon yet. And today we have like a special treat for you. We are doing an interview today. And I'm super excited to introduce you guys to Monique Jefferson. She is a, she specializes in PR. And she's a strategist and content creator. And like she's super dope and super amazing. So stay tuned and get ready for this treat that we have to give to y'all. Hello. Hey, is this Moni? It is. Hey. Nice. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a crazy morning, but, you know, that's what happens when you're an entrepreneur mom. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I know the feeling. <laughs> so, like, welcome. First, welcome to the Anchor community. Like, welcome to the whole podcast family like this. Because I know it's been a journey for me, so I know it's definitely a journey for you also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when this all started, I was like, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while, and um, I just didn't want to deal with all the logistics of it, mm-hmm. dealing with it. So this was really kind of cool. To It's just easy. It's accessible. It's not, like, lengthy or technical, so it works for me. Yeah. So definitely feel free to like introduce yourself and like tell us all about like what you do and how you got to what you're doing. Okay, well, great. Um, So I'm Moni Jefferson. I am a PR strategist, entrepreneur. I just added app developer to my title. Um, I'm also the founder of a amazing group called the Mill Spouse Creative, which is a gathering place for military spouse creative entrepreneurs um, just to connect, collab, and cultivate um, with fellow peers that understand their journey as a military spouse entrepreneur. And like I said, I just created the MillCam, which is an um, app filter for military lifestyle. Um, I started my business, so just to take it back a little bit, I went to school at UNCP and um, I got a degree in PR and communications. My husband is military. And so, of course, my resume was looking a little crazy. Um, when you go yeah. and you're like, well, why do you have all these gaps in your resume? I'm like, it's so hard to not say that you're military. So when I moved to Maryland, I was, I kept coming across that the whole time. Like, what's going on with your resume? And it just didn't look, really look great. I had a lot of volunteer experience and I started a lot of groups and things like that. But there was nothing um, 
solid because I have been supporting myself. So I started my business, uh, my PR business, which is called Dog Tags and Heels um, PR. It's a virtual public relations agency. And I started that in November of 2015. So it's been quite a journey. I, I will say the first year was the most rude awakening year. Like, I don't know if it was a rude awakening. It wasn't like bad. It was just very, I did a lot of learning in that year. So um, it's been really good. So that's kind of where I got me where I'm at. And now I'm working with, um, when I first started my CR business, I was working with uh, small business and entrepreneurs, uh, like authors and things like that, small restaurants. And now, you know, I'm working with great corporate clients and I've been brought onto an amazing team to run their PR department. So, you know, if you pay attention and you network properly and you, you really put yourself out there, people are watching. So I say that to everybody. I'm like, people are watching. You just got to make sure you're yes. doing what you, you know, do what you're supposed to do. And so, yeah, that's, that's how I got to where I'm at. That is amazing. Like, that's truly amazing. And you talked about that first year. Like, you, you didn't exactly say difficult, but you, you ended up learning a lot in that first year. And I know a lot of the listeners that we have, they're also in their first year. So what advice would you give to other people who are starting out and they don't know where to, where to start? And are, they're, not, they're kind of prepared, but they don't know what to expect. Like, what, what advice would you give them? Um, number one thing I would tell them is that you're going to be learning all the time. So don't feel like you don't know enough to run your business. I know for me, that's how I felt in the beginning where, you know, you kind of have imposter syndrome. It took me forever to say I was a PR strategist. I felt like I wasn't worthy of the title or I had, did not have enough experience, but you know, you do. You started this business, most people sit on an idea and they don't do it. So kudos yeah. to you for even starting a business. Um, I would say, you know, just make sure that you are ready to continuously learn because you're this mm -hmm. kind of field, this entrepreneur world, I feel like we're always learning. There's always something new, a new product, a new yeah. service, a new, a new networking opportunities. Always learn learning. Um, the other thing I would say is give yourself grace. Because in the beginning, I felt like I wanted to go, 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 and like run this marathon or run this sprint. And I realized mm -hmm. that I'm running a marathon and I need to yes. have endurance and I need to consistently train and I need to stay focused and I need to train my, my business and my mind for a long period of time because I don't want my business to end in a year, I want to create passive income and cultivate rela lifelong relationships. And so things are not going to happen overnight. So I would definitely say grace um, is another one. So so that's good, that, especially that you mentioned that at, at times we're running the, a sprint, but it's really a marathon. And, and it definitely is. Like seasons come and go and you're going to have your ups and downs and Sometimes when people have that down, when they feel like they're in a quote-unquote sprint, they'll just give up. But you really have to look at the marathon right. portion of it and, like, go for the long haul. How, like, what motivates you? What drives you to do the long haul? What drives you to, to keep going in this marathon and not just look at it 
as a sprint? Right. So for me, in the beginning, like I said, I was going through, I was sprinting. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like there was no purpose behind it. After about six, six to eight months, I was making money. I had clients. That was great. I was like, but what is my purpose? Like, what is the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing? Um, and I wanted to give up because it was it was getting hard, and I felt like, what, where am I going to go from here? But I think it was getting hard because I had lost sight of what my purpose was, why I started my business, and then my passion. So I would say that knowing your purpose and your passion will continue to feed the fuel inside you to keep pushing forward. So, you know, my purpose, for me, my purpose is um, supporting and encouraging military spouses. My passion is public relations. So I figured out how can I do, how can I combine both um, and be successful and still give? Um, because that's really what it's all about, right? It's about giving, who we can help, how we can support each other. And so I think um, I know that aligning your purpose with your passion will, in those times of feeling like you want to quit, will keep you going forward. When it's not just about the money, you know what I mean, like getting your quit all the time. That's not really what it's about. What is it really about? Can you sleep with yourself at night? Are you happy with the people you're helping or supporting? So that's... That's perfect. And I I even spoke about this a bit last night because I did a panel interview. And um, what I realized was I had this thing that I do under Geek Moms Co. Like I built the website and I do the courses. But my actual mission is to help and inspire other moms to get into business. And I realized as I was talking about it, there was a certain event that happened in my life that triggered that mission. So I want to ask you, like, when you found your purpose, when you're like, okay, this is it, how did you re- how did you get upon that moment? Was it a was it a series of events that led to that purpose, or was it one thing that happened in your life that you're like, you know what, this is it, and I have to fight for this? Well, for me, it was kind of a series of things. So, like I said, I was in business for like six to eight months, and I was making money, and I was, um, but I was not satisfied there was I just wasn't satisfied and I mean satisfied like not my bank account but or accolades I meant like inside my my core that's my heart so um I had had uh, been talking to other military spouse entrepreneurs that were going through the same struggle and then at the same time I was listening to a pod a podcast and um the girl, the I can't remember what her name is. She was talking about finding your purpose, and everything mm-hmm. else will fall in place. And I listened to it, and in that moment, I I, I realized that my purpose was supporting spouses. Um, so I will say it was just a series of events, and and wanting to be part of the entrepreneur military spouse community plus. Like, if you look at all the other communities out there, they're all helping and supporting each other, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why don't we have something like this for our community? Why are we not referring? Why don't we have, um, like, the best military spouse, you know, bloggers to go to or designers to go to? So what are we going to do about it? And so that's why I started the, the Mill South Creative Community. 
sweet like that is amazing. The fact that you saw that there was a need in your Oh, gosh, you broke up on me. Can you hear me? Hello? Oh, gosh. Hello? Uh-oh. Anchor, what's going on? <laughs> Hello? Oh, man, not a good signal. Hello? 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 Oh, gosh. Bad signal. Hello? Yes. Oh, thank God. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, it was so much happening at once that I was just like, oh, my God, not today. Because what happened during our interview was I got a um, notification for like an alarm it came through oh, and immediately cut off everything and then I was also um I was outside with the kids and like a woman was like trying to pickpocket me at the same time like it was craziness in the in the past yes. like the guy was pointing to me he was pointing to me and he was like you like check yourself and I was like what are you talking about and he was like your pocket your pocket and I looked behind and this woman's trying to grab a wallet. I was like, oh my God, no. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so now All during an interview. <laughs> I know, all during an interview. I'm like, of all things, I'm like, this This is the time. This is the time people want to do this. <laughs> oh. And I was really into it and I was just like, okay, next question. Like, let's talk about this. And then all of that happened. Right. Like, you know what? I give up. <laughs> and this is like part of that process. It's part of that business process where you're like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Like the world's against me, but I'm just going to keep going with it. Oh, exactly. Don't get defeated. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> there was like, so there was two major things that I wanted to get out, get at before like I let you go. And like the, the one thing I wanted to talk about is anything that you feared that, that you were just like, okay, I, I'm not sure if I can do this. I don't know if I could overcome this huge hurdle, but I'm going to try anyway. And what... And oh, gosh. I lost you. Hello? Oh, my gosh. I lost you. I wonder if I'm being recorded, though. Like... Oh, my gosh. Hello? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's it's going to be all on the face, and they're going to be like, what is happening? Yeah, they're going to be like, what is happening? The exact same thing happened. That same stupid alarm came through. And you know what the alarm says? The alarm says it's time to post on your podcast. Oh, that's gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and it came through. And I was, again, deep in this question. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to keep calm. I'm going to roll with the punches. So... What I was asking before I got really interrupted by my own phone. <laughs> Keep it moving. Yep. So what I was asking was, um, is were there any fears that you had to face head on and that kind of caused you to be like, you know what, this is too much. I don't know if I can do this. And if you ended up tackling that fear, like how did you go about tackling it? Oh, gosh. Um... So one of my biggest fears, um, 
And I am not a very fearful person. Um, it's just the way that I'm, I'm built. But one of my biggest fears is not being enough. So um, not being enough of a great strategist for my clients, um, not being enough of a support system for the military staff community, um, just not being enough. That's like really one of my fears. That's something I battle with every day. Like, am I enough to, am I an expert enough? Am I enough of a entrepreneur to support? Like, I just want to make sure that everything I'm doing is serving somebody, not just myself. Yeah. So I will say that's one of my biggest fears. And when I get like that, um, first of all, my husband is an amazing encourager and he's a, a really spiritual. Um, so he always has really great um, words of encouragement for me. But I have to um, realize that sometimes I feel like we're hardest on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we beat ourselves up because we want to be so much for everybody. And I have to remember that I am enough because I was made the way I am. And yeah. I'm doing I'm doing things from my from my heart. So everybody's not going to be happy with the pro- the service I give them. Everybody's not going to agree with the platform that I've created. Not mm-hmm. everybody's going to want to hire me or work with me. Not everybody's going to want to join the community. So that I would say that's one of my biggest fears is not being enough, not offering enough or being enough for for anybody or anything. I love that because you you made a a few like you made really good key points and like one of the big things that you mentioned was support like just having that support just having somebody who has your back as you're going through this because another big thing like that feeling of not being enough a lot of us go through that like a lot of us go through that every single day like even for myself I'm a woman in tech in the in the most right thing you could be like every day I'm like I'm not reading enough books I need to know about servers and all this other stuff. And it's like, no, like I'm a, like we are an expert in where in where we're at in the place that we're at as we are currently. Like there's right. like, we're good enough. Like we have to continue to tell ourselves that. And sometimes we have to have our support tell us that too. And just keep it in right. mind push forward. And um mm-hmm. even for myself as I as I push on Geek Moms Co. and this is something else I touched on yesterday. Um, as I'm doing the podcast, as I'm doing the videos, as I'm working on the websites, like I realize that my kids are picking up on that same thing and they're following. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, they're following everything that I do. And um, and that to me is like, for me, it feels like, okay, I even if yes. things, I'm leaving something behind. So yes. what is something that you want to leave behind for your brand, your vision, your company, for your life? What is your legacy going to be for you? Well, first, I want to touch on something you just said, and Mm -hmm. it brings me to tears thinking about it. So the other day I was laying in bed, my husband's deployed, and um, my my kids are always trying to create things. So they're like, want to create this, they want to create that. They want to make this. They write down their inventions and whatever. And I think that's amazing, and I think that it stems from from us, right? Because we're always thinking and writing and creating. Um, my oldest daughter, she's 13. She is, lately has been using the word strategy for everything. So <laughs> everything is like, 
I got to create a strategy for back to school or I got to create a strategy for this or she'll tell her brother and sister like, hey, before we do this project, let's write the strategy down. And that's because that's how I talk. I'm always like, let's yeah. implement the strategy. You know, no, you need to have objectives. And, and because that's all PR talk, right? It's all about yeah. strategy and, and tactics and all of that. Um, so anyway, we're laying there in the bed the other day. She comes over to me. She's like sitting by my vanity. She's like, mom, you know, I just realized what I want to do in life is I just want to make an impact. Oh. And that just made me, like, it almost makes me cry now because I'm like, wow. Yeah. That shows the power we have to influence. They're tiny, just they're watching us. They're watching everything we're doing. And they don't care how hard it is. They don't care how many obstacles they have to jump over. They're like, I'm going to do this. Because you did it, right? Yep, yep. Exactly. So she told me that, and I was like, wow. She's like, I just want to make an impact. I want to help people. And I said, wow. To me, if I can just help one person, impact one person, impact an organization, impact a business, impact a woman, like in any way to leave an imprint, in some way, that's all that matters to me is yeah. impacting them in a way that they didn't see before or taking them to another level. To me, that's success. And it, it, to me, that feels that's an, an accomplishment and a legacy. Yeah, do we all want to leave millions of dollars in corporate companies to our kids and our family? Of course. That's, that's a great goal to have. But underneath that, I think if you're not walking in your gift and, and, and really making an impact – on somebody, I feel like what's the purpose? Yeah. So that's, and that's, that's cool. Thank you. Like, really, thank you so much for interviewing with me. Thank you so much for being patient with me. Oh, <laughs> girl, it's, it's okay. Crazy morning. It's been a crazy morning. And um, if people want to find you, if people want to know more about you, if people want to follow you on social media, where can they find you? All right. So you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, and LinkedIn on Moni, Moni Jefferson PR. My website is MoniJeffersonPR.com. If you are a military spouse, creative entrepreneur, you can find us. Um, on Facebook, uh, private Facebook, free private Facebook group. Um, we do interviews. We do biz blasts. We collaborate with each other. And that's Millspouse Creative on Facebook. And, and we're also on Instagram. Um, and you can also find me at the, on the iTunes, Apple Store, and Google Play for my Millcam app. So okay. that's how you guys can connect with me. Okay. Thank you so much. Hopefully we You're welcome. My one. pleasure. Thank you. I know. It's been a, it's been my pleasure. I thank you so much for being a great host and I look forward to connecting with you again. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. Bye.